Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson's reason to play it again at 610 on Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. That's right. We are rolling for a Tuesday and our throwback. Get you started for the morning as we do every morning around yes, here. Yes, indeed. little hit of nostalgia for you to kick things off in the morning. We take it back to 2007 here this morning. All right, about 13 years. That's when Carrie Underwood was sitting at number one on the U.S. country charts with her debut album. Her very first album. Yeah, coming off the success, of course, of uh, being the American Idol winner. Sure. I think was season four, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. That was definitely one of the earlier American Idols. Uh, Some Heart, the name of her album, number one. And I was kind of looking at the songs that came from the album. Then I started kind of looking... On Wikipedia, some details from the album. Yeah. Here's just kind of some... I'm not going to read all of them. The list goes sure. on and on, but it says... <laughs> some Hearts became the best-selling album of 2006 in all genres in the United States. Wow. It was the best-selling country album in the United States in both 2006 and 2007. Wow. Making her the first female artist in Billboard history to earn back-to-back honors for the top country album. The best-selling female country album of 2005, 2006, and 2007. Jeez. And the list just goes on and on. Listed as one of the 100 best-selling albums of all time by the RIAA in 2009. So you're saying, like, mildly popular. Just think if they didn't have a... (laughs) They weren't doing an American Idol reality singing competition show. Right. I mean, that was at the height of American Idol's popularity, too, those first few seasons, I mean. And she was one where, when she did her... Her tryout, or whatever you want to call it, her audition. Right. Kind of one of those things where, you know, she wasn't chasing, she wasn't chasing the superstar the music dream. Yeah. So it's like without the show, I mean, she she may have never come to be. That's pretty crazy. Kind of wild when you think about it. Yeah. All right, Carrie Underwood, her album sit number one this day, 2007. She had four songs that went to number one from that album. I was kind of looking through them. Well, before he cheats and wasted and Jesus take the wheel. And we still kind of hear those a lot. Yeah, we play those ones pretty often. I thought, well, this one we really don't. Okay. Don't, don't. Smith and Nelson in the morning, 94.9 KISS FM. It's a Tuesday. We appreciate you joining us. You couldn't start your day. Waking up, going outside, nicer weather. We're not getting very, very warm, all things considered today. But Yeah, but uh, it's really nice outside at least. So there's that. Uh, high in the upper 50s today, maybe around 57 for Missoula. Overnight tonight in the upper 40s. Start to warm up, though. Tomorrow, low 70s. Should be around 80 by Thursday and upper 80s by Friday. A weather check for the morning from first Lutheran Classical School. That's right. Educating the whole person, mind, body, spirit, and character. It's how kids learn. I can't remember what it was, but it seems like a while ago there was some story that went around yeah. with this buried treasure right i can't remember uh, what it was yeah i don't remember the exact story either but we kind of heard about it i think we talked about it on the air revolving around the uh, the story of forrest fenn uh who is a former air force pilot and an antiques dealer he's like an eccentric millionaire and he hid a one million dollar treasure somewhere in the rocky mountains back in 2010 it seems like in the last year there was something with the story though that kind of made it made it be in the headlines again. Yeah. I can't remember there what that been, was. I think there might have been some kind of TV special or a documentary or something like along those lines that might have uh, kind of highlighted it again. Yeah. That's my guess. That's possible. All right. Well, uh, if you followed followed along with this for like the last 10 years right. since he, he came out and claimed that he buried this treasure. Yeah. Um, the latest here, the last couple of days, is now the claim that somebody found it. The search is over. That's according to Forrest Fenn himself. Or so it says. Yeah, Forrest, I don't know if I believe any of it. You don't know? I don't know. Okay, I mean, the way he says it, yes. Yeah, uh, Forrest Fenn says the guy who found it does not want his name mentioned. He's okay. from back east. 
Which um, I, I guess I get. You find a million dollar uh, treasure. Right. You don't have people coming you after uh, you. Okay, I get that part. Yeah. Um, but he says it was confirmed from a photograph the guy who found it sent the uh, millionaire, Forrest Fenn. And, and the, the publication that this article was in, they asked to see the picture. Yeah. Mr. Fenn declined and said no. <laughs> so, like, what, what harm is that showing what your collection of right of uh, of goods that you buried would be right yeah yeah so that, that kind of raised a little eyebrow so you so you're wondering if there was ever even any buried treasure at all it just seems weird in the 10 years it just seems there's no there's no celebration for it uh, right just him going oh yeah someone found it it's, we're done <laughs> right pack it up people is that just me uh no I, I think you're right uh you know if it's 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 a very strange thing but he says like over 300,000 people have searched for this treasure over that's the course his, of the last 10 claim. years. That's what he thinks. Uh, which is pretty wild. So, I mean, if, it, if it's true, great. Um, I hope whoever got it enjoys <laughs> that million dollars. I mean, there's a, you, could really get, you could really go down a rabbit hole with some of the stuff. I mean, there's YouTube videos of people right. kind of plotting out their adventures and trying to, trying to solve the riddle or the poem. Oh, yeah, because there was like a riddle as part of it. It's, it's literally like a Goonies adventure. It, it is. And he published a book a few years ago, and he put this poem in it that was supposed to have... So many certain clues buried right. inside. So people are trying to to calculate. You can watch these videos of everybody. You know where they think it is. What yeah. they're going to set out on their expedition because it was supposedly in the Rocky Mountains. So it was like you know, there's a lot of territory to cover over there and a lot of different places to hide a treasure. Also, this guy is what uh, seventy? How old was he? Seventy three? Something. Uh, like I mean, he wouldn't be an eccentric billionaire if he wasn't very old, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> No, he's 89. Sorry. 89, yeah. Okay, so 10 years ago. He needs to fit the profile of the eccentric millionaire old man type thing well, from every TV show. Well, in the article, it says 10 years ago he buried the treasure, right? Right. In 2010. Also says that he claims he took it out wherever he buried it himself. Really? And it, like the, he said the thing that it was, that it was buried in was like 20 pounds. And, and, and all the stuff inside was about 22 pounds. Okay. So he claims over two adventures, he went out like... Took it out to a certain point, left it, went back again, and then took it the further. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so he's carrying this 45-pound trunk of goods. Well, maybe he was carrying the trunk, but somebody else was carrying him the entire way. <laughs> the entire way. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm back on board. I believe it, yeah. maybe. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a story that uh, is at our website. It's with yep. our KISS mobile app. But basically, it's him. I don't know. It just seems like there's. It just seems like it's just such a quiet thing of him raising right. his hand, going, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's gone. Someone found it." No, yeah, that's no, very there's, strange. There's no proof. I don't have a name. No, you can't see the picture of what I buried in it. <laughs> but it's gone. Don't, don't worry about it. We don't yeah. need to find it anymore. It's a little weird. All right, if you if you want to check out the story, I mean, it's really it's fascinating to get inside all the details. So if you just kind of want to, you want to dive into it, and or if you've been following along and haven't seen this latest thing, I mean, it, it's, it's it's worth reading. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. I just I just, I just don't know if I'm. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can believe it. <laughs> Kissfm.com and your kiss dentistry. Smith and Nelson, ninety-four nine Kiss FM. Montana's country leader, ninety-four nine Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson for the morning. A weather check. Man, gorgeous day. Oh yeah. Just not going to get very warm. We're going to be high, looking at a high around 57, 58 for Missoula. We will increase temperatures tomorrow in the low seventies. Around 80 by Thursday, upper 80s by Friday. It's going to be so weird walking outside and being like, it's so bright. Why is it so cold? <laughs> uh, overnight tonight in the upper 40s. Weather check this morning from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. Kind of heard the conversation a few times and even been in the conversation a few times in our building. Yeah. Thinking about What's the Grizz season going to be like? Yeah. If they're even going to have a season, is it going to be like a socially distanced, maybe like half capacity at the stadium type thing? Nobody's really sure what's going to happen. And it seems like we're, we're moving 
toward that goal of, of there being a season. Yeah. Which I think a month or two ago, everybody was kind of going, oh my gosh, what's going to happen if we don't have right. you know, Grizz football in the fall? Um, yesterday, Ken Haslam, he's the uh, athletic director, he put out a, he published a letter basically, just kind of saying, hey, I want to fill everybody in on where we are with some things. Okay. Right. And one of the things in the letter, well, I'll just read it from from the letter here. It says, I'm most often asked questions related to football in the fall. Washington Grizzly Stadium capacity, what game day may look like come September. I want to take this opportunity, opportunity to begin addressing these questions while also acknowledging things change rapidly and will most likely look very different in September as compared to now. Which that's the case with everything. You can, well, sure. You can you know <laughs> lay out your best plans and then yep. things can change. But he does say we fully anticipate playing football, okay, and other fall sports at the University of Montana. How will the schedule play out? Stadium capacity be reduced? What will the game day experience be like? These are some questions we just don't know the answers to right now. Okay. However, I want to update you on where we stand. So he kind of goes through a list, and he says uh kind of hits on the football season. It says, we're planning to play football in Washington Grizzly Stadium this fall, which if you're going to play football, that's where you're going to do it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so even if you don't have the fans, that's where you'd be playing your games. But he Makes says, sense. But he says, uh, announcing our intentions is the easy part. The hard work is designing the season, how to go about practices, scrimmages, game days, all doing it in the safest manner possible for our players, coaches, staff, fans, everybody that comes to support the Grizz. It kind of runs down that they're they're looking through how they can approach things right. when it comes to game day, like tailgating, the proper mix of public and private gatherings, how to best manage the gatherings, the entrance into the stadium, how to get people in in a more structured way, and how to uh, have everything available at the stadium. Restrooms, concessions, yeah, suite access. Uh, he's got, yeah, got a long list. When of you run it down like that, it's like wow, that's a lot of like moving parts to this thing that uh, <laughs> you really got to be on top of. So is the thing I think of, and Mon's like, just come on, just start playing baseball again. It's like, right? Uh, there's so much that goes into <laughs> like all just, the details. Yeah, just the stadium. Like I would like, yeah, I wouldn't even think of the bathrooms and concessions. That's not even like in my headspace right now. Well, all that frequent cleaning of high touch areas. Yeah, talking about during the game, you know, people like, people going around during the game cleaning area. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a whole different look um, than you're used to. Right, going to a sporting event or a football game or a Grizz game specifically. But yeah, you don't really when you just think about you know, come on, we can play, <laughs> we can do it. You know, think about it, just. The trickle down of all the small details, right? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But that's got to be at least promising for anybody that's that's been hoping, hopefully, you know, that that we'll have football, we'll have a Grizz season, things yeah. kind of get back to normal. So no. to hear the athletic director at least say, "Hey, we're we're planning on playing, we're planning on being at the stadium, we're just we're kind of in that zone right now of how do we approach things, how, what changes are we going to make, what are we going to do to to keep right. everybody safe." So we'll see. We will see. It's, it's kind of, basically like the long way of saying, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's kind of open. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of leaving it open on the back end of, yeah, you know, things, things might change by then. We got a lot to do, but exactly. But that's our goal. That's our plan. And yesterday we kind of had uh, the news that uh, the, the ticket window is now open there at yeah. the Adam Center. Season, uh, the, uh, yeah, the ticket window is open. You can get your season tickets renewed. And if you choose not to have your season tickets renewed, they will hold them until 2021. Which I think is very cool they're doing that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the the deadline now, they've stretched out a little bit to July 3rd, if you're still trying to make your decision, which be good to kind of see what 
some more solid plans are maybe sure. for some people before they need to make that decision. I might so. wait until like July 1st or 2nd before, <laughs> right. I, uh, before I make morning, that call. Or the morning of the 3rd. Perhaps. All right. Well, if you want to <laughs> read that letter from Kent Haslam, the, the uh, director of athletics over at the university, it kind of goes through some different things, but at least it's, it seems promising, I guess. That's, yeah. That's the important part. Bringing the where, the what, and the who from Nashville straight to you. It's the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Brantley Gilbert's come out with a new single called Hard Dates, which he co-wrote. Brantley took to social media over the weekend to say, I've been so overwhelmed by the love and support you've shown the new single. If we didn't have the hard days, the good ones wouldn't be nearly as sweet. You could hear his latest ballad wherever you download music. In upstate New York, two best friends decided they wanted to bring the world together. And so Benjamin and Marcus, one black man and one white man, put up signs outside one of their homes that said, Black or white, relax and have a beer. Their invitation went out on social media and got shared, liked, and retweeted so much that country star Brad Paisley saw the message and the friends not only got a Zoom call from Brad, but he sent them enough beer for several block parties. He hung around to chat online with some of the party goers. Brad told Benjamin and Marcus that they inspire him and even sang No Eye in Beer for the group. And finally, some artists are starting to announce the restart of their tours. We know you'll be excited to put these on your calendar. Little Big Towns announced their tour from August 2020 to January 21. Chris Stapleton's tour goes from April to October 2021. And Kenny Chesney's Chillaxification tour is going to be happening during the summer 2021. I'm Tabitha Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 Kiss FM. 94.9 Kiss FM with Smith & Nelson. High for Missoula around 57 today. And then tomorrow, we jump into the low 70s, 80 by Thursday. Quick weather check for the morning brought to us by Benita Healthcare Network. That's right. Brought to you by Dr. Tim Richards with Rocky Mountain Surgical Solutions. All right. We started the conversation yesterday. Miranda Lambert, a bunch of chickens, named them after celebrities. Yep. Named them after country music singers. Sure. Dolly Parton. <laughs> Marhen Morris. Tanya Clucker was my favorite one. Fun stuff like that. So we threw it out there yesterday. All right. What's a, what's a clever pet name you've had? Uh, I threw out a, we had a couple, uh, a couple of hermit crabs, Pee Wee Hermit. Sure. And, and Hermit the Crab. That's kind, a good one. We kind of got the list going. <laughs> so we got a, a lot of great answers yesterday. You know, people love talking pets and, and kids. Sure. Of course they do. Um, so kind of put together a list of just what we thought were kind of the, the, the funnier ones. Yep. Um, just since we can't read them all, but the, there's a lot of great names on the list. But here you go. These are uh, these are what listeners kind of replied to on on Facebook or messaging us with the free Kiss FM app. Um, this one's not really playing words, but she says, I "Have a mouser cat whose name is Scrambles the Death Dealer." <laughs> apparently, for just chasing down mice. I guess so. It's not really playing words, but my friends just love the name and think it's funny. Oh, there you go. Scrambles the Death Dealer. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, <laughs> Jesse with one of my favorite ones saying, "I had a fiddler crab." Named Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that's that's a good one right I there. I mean, that's an A-plus name. Lenny Kravitz. The pun game is on point. Uh, cat named Bartholomew. Oh, good. <laughs> Bartholomew. It's more work to say that than <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Come here, Bartholomew. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of commitment to the joke. <laughs> and a, uh, a woodchuck named Woodchuck Norris. Ah, that's, that's good. Pretty good. I like that one. Uh, my kids had two goldfish from the fair. We named them Fish and Chips. <laughs> That's a good one. When I was a kid in FFA, Heidi says, we had a market lamb that we named Angus. <laughs> what you think? Well, it's okay. Angus is kind sure. of a name. But then you realize that it stood for the A was ain't, the yep. N was no, the G was good, 
and then until supper. Ah. A-N-G-U-S. <laughs> Ain't no good until supper. That's good. Uh, Caitlin Santa had a Brahma rooster. I named Brock O'Brahma. That's great. There you go. Couple geese for Lorinda. One was named Polly. One was named Esther. Ah, Polly Esther Polly together. Esther. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Uh, we need our goldfish stick. <laughs> we our got fish sticks. We had fish and chips. Now we got the uh, fish stick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had a rabbit named Bunny White. Love That's that. a really good one. Love I that. Like that one. Uh, we have turkeys. The names are Bonnie and Clyde. All right, I can see that they're trying to trying to escape maybe their, their fate <laughs> yeah, or something. That's true. Uh, a cat named Meow Reese. Oh, kind of like Bartholomew. Also more work to say it's than uh, Maurice would <laughs> yeah. be. Uh, Rude Randy Rhodes, the rooster. There you go. Tracy submitted that one. I like okay. that. Uh, I, I named a hen Rebecca at the request of my dear friend Rebecca. <laughs> so Mandy sent that in. Mandy has a friend Rebecca. I said, name your chicken yeah. after me. All right. Her name's Rebecca. <laughs> Terry saying we have a goose named Lucy. And then she says dot, dot, dot. Get it? <laughs> Do you get Thanks it? Thanks for pointing that out. That may have that actually may have gone over our head. Who knows? It might have. Uh, a friend named her chicken Cluck Norris. That's yeah. a good one. Like that. Uh, this might be my favorite one actually. Rena saying uh, I, we have a kitty named John Cougar Melancat. Come on now, that's just that's just a good name for a pet. That's real good. Jill says two frogs. We named them Bud and Wiser. Ah, solid stuff. A rabbit named Attila the Bun. Attila the Bun is. That's a great name. That's a really good one. Oh, another couple turkeys. We had uh, turkeys just a moment ago. What were they? Uh, Bonnie and Clyde? Right. Now we have a, a turkey named Thanks and a turkey named Givy. <laughs> that makes sense. C- come here, Thanks. <laughs> get your food, Thanks. Like that. Uh, Come on, Dave. Uh, a beta fish named Darth Beta. That's fantastic. I like that. Uh, we'll throw one more in here. Jacole, I think is how you say her name. Yep. Had a goat named Vincent Van Goat. Ah, that's a good name. That is a really good one right some there. Fun stuff in there. Some good puns. There is some good play on words uh, in in that list. Yeah, they're, they're, the list is much longer, by the way. Yes, it is. That's I mean, only a small sampling of uh, what uh, is in the list. We just kind of want to take a couple minutes and highlight some of them. But the complete list uh, where we asked, "Do you have a clever pet name?" You can find it on our social media page on uh, on Facebook. There, still add to the conversation. Yes, you can. If you, you're hearing us talk about it here, you didn't hear yesterday or, or see the post. Yeah, add, add there so we can get some more good ones or uh, message us with your free Kiss FM. When it's country in Pablo, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. It's newsy and noteworthy, and it's now on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy? And this is potentially big news, uh, especially with all the states reopening and stuff. Uh, the World Health Organization saying there's now evidence that people without symptoms are not driving the spread of coronavirus nearly as much as people who have symptoms. Uh, so while asymptomatic people can spread the disease, the main way it's being spread is by infected people with symptoms who are walking around or seeing other people. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That's, I guess that's how I thought it always was. Right. Yeah, I guess that <laughs> makes sense. But I think because, you know, they, we'd always been told, like, you know, people can carry the virus without not actually know. knowing about uh, it. Uh, so it sounds like that's not as big of a of a, a thing threat. as maybe okay. we previously thought. Uh, so, I mean, there's going to be more research and data that uh, has to go into this. But if it's true, huge implications for like the reopening and kind of resuming of day-to-day activities there. We will take any good news we can get Absolutely. with this pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, in Europe and a few other countries, Starbucks is selling a new drink. I was kind of poking around online here real quick trying to trying to see. Are they selling it here in the States? Yeah. But I, I didn't see anything. So they, they may, they may not. I don't know. But... Uh, it's called the Ruby Flamingo Frappuccino, and it's pink. It's got the chocolate pieces, raspberry syrup, pink whipped cream, so okay. it, it turns the drink pink. Starbucks is coming under a little fire for selling the drink because it contains 14 teaspoons of sugar. 
which if you if you're wondering how much sugar that is, twice the daily recommended amount of sugar oh, for, an, for an adult. That's for an adult. <laughs> That's if you just have that and nothing else during the day. Yeah. That's twice your amount of sugar. Oh, uh, jeez. Then you figure out the rest of whatever you're eating. But. So naturally, you kind of want to have the strength now, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, is it available? Must try. Fair Jeez. enough. 14 teaspoons of sugar. That's wild. Yeah. Speaking of way too much sugar, Krispy Kreme launches three new donuts based on desserts uh, that are coming out. Uh, they're all available now for a limited time. Uh, the Mississippi Mud Pie Donuts. That sounds good. The Banana Pudding Donuts. That and does not. the Coconut Cake Donut. Mm. Uh, so it sounds like you're uh, you're on the mud pie train. I'm on board with the mud pie. One. I think the banana pudding one could be pretty good. Uh, I'm into the idea. I, I can get behind it. Uh, but there's you know pictures on the Twitter account right now. They all look good, uh, and they're all available now. Like we said, for a limited time. So I don't know what the sugar count <laughs> for these donuts is. <laughs> I would imagine probably in the same ballpark. Grab one of those and a, a ruby flamingo frappuccino. You're yeah, set. pretty much for the week. There you go. If you're wondering what uh, Kenny Chesney is doing with. Shows being canceled, of course. Supposed to be here in Bozeman next month in Seattle and all the big tour or all the big stadiums across the country. Kenny told the Los Angeles Times his last concert before the coronavirus outbreak really kind of shut things down. Really? Was smaller than usual. He says, I can't believe I'm telling you this, but I actually did a wedding in Florida at the beginning of March. <laughs> wow. <laughs> says, I don't play weddings, but it was worth it. Just somebody that really wanted me to play his daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Which just means Kenny got paid a boatload of money. Sure, to do yeah. It, but <laughs> like if I just said, "Hey, Kenny, I really want you to play my wedding," <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would no. do it. <laughs> no, there's a couple millions <laughs> attached to it, though. Yeah, how great would that be, Kenny Chesney, playing at your wedding? That would be incredible, man. Be wild. Uh, <laughs> did you? Uh, so dogs, you know, they're around. I know they're, dogs. They're everywhere. All right. <laughs> uh, well, if you got a dog, you might have a leg up uh, in terms of figuring out whether you have coronavirus. There's a new study out of France found that trained detection dogs could find the virus at least 83% of the time in humans, uh, which is a lot of the time. Like I, I would say I would recommend going to get tested, <laughs> maybe have a more scientific approach to How it. Find it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess apparently through your armpit, like they can smell it like through your sweat. In the arm. Really? That's how they do it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Interesting. Yeah, so if you've got a detection dog, just uh, keep them on hand. That could be could be useful. Man, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. What would you say, like 80% accuracy? Like 83% accuracy, wow. yeah. Uh, so again, get tested first. Like, get tested instead. <laughs> but, you know. And then just could, use your dog as, as just kind of a test. As like a backup sure. or whatever. As a backup. <laughs> or like an indication. Like, if you have the dog and it's sniffing your armpit a lot, maybe go get tested. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. All right. Uh, Vegas. Caesar's Palace just reopened. Yeah. On Thursday morning after almost three months of being closed. Wow. One day after they did the big grand reopening, somebody won $670,000. <laughs> really? At, uh, <laughs> one of the tables there in the casino. Man, did the casinos even like have that money right now? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> casinos got money for days. Well, sure. Uh, the, the guests didn't want to be identified. They were playing Let It Ride. They hit the progressive jackpot, $670,000. Man. Which, by the way, the, the shutdown in Vegas... According to Caesars, they say it's the first time that the casino has been closed since it originally opened its doors 54 years ago. Wow. How wild is that? That's the, insane. You open the doors, we're open for business, and then you never have a day <laughs> off. You never have, it have never shut the door down. and locked it and said, oh, we got to take yeah, a Yeah, you never take a day to clean the, uh, clean the casino or anything. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Wild. Well, there you go. How about, uh, how about some luck? The first day back, whew, yeah. 170 grand. That's the way to do it. All right, news you noteworthy for the morning. Smith & Nelson, 94.9, KISS FM. Smith and Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. Kenny Chesney with 94.9 KISS FM. 
Once upon a time, we were excited about a bunch of shows on the calendar, including Kenny Chesney over in Bozeman. Oh, yeah, way back in the day. That was supposed couple, to be you know, a couple months ago. That was supposed to be Fourth of July weekend, actually. <laughs> that was just a couple of weeks from now. Uh, here in town, a lot of shows were, were scheduled. Cheryl Crow over the summer. Oh, sure. Brandy Carlisle supposed to play back Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Weekend at Cattle House, which I was excited about. Which I still have my Brandy Carlisle ticket. My sister was coming to town for that show. Oh, yeah? And uh, she loves Brandy Carlisle. I said, yeah, bring it in. Let's do it. All right. So got tickets and then didn't cancel that one. Right. They, did they po- postpone it? Postponed. Still, okay. Still trying to, tr- trying to find a date. So I'm hanging on to the tickets. Yeah. Didn't try to try to get a refund or anything. Yeah. I've still got my uh, my Vampire Weekend ticket, which that show was out where I canceled. And I was and I was just kind of like, I, I had forgotten to get the refund or whatever. And I was kind of like, you know, just kind of milling around. And then this came out, this, uh, this ticket exchange program that Logjam announced that uh, now I'm like, huh, maybe I should just get in on this. Does it still work if uh, tickets are already... Oh no, because the show hasn't happened. The yet. show, yeah, the show is supposed to happen in August, yeah, so uh, yeah, okay. I still, I still have some time left in the refund. Yeah, I was thinking the show was past. I was like, Ew, yeah, man, yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> no, but you're right. But this is very cool. Logjam presents introduced this late last week, I believe. Right, their ticket exchange program. Which, yeah. So they've had the option: any postponed, any canceled shows. Yeah. You could, uh, you could apply for a refund. They had like a certain window for each show. Yeah. You could apply for a refund. It gets you your money back. Um, but now they have. With this ticket exchange program, they'll give you a gift card instead of a refund, which which helps them because they don't have to, to give, give you the money. Exactly. Right? But the gift card is worth 125% of what you originally paid for the ticket. There's the kicker. That's how, so, that's how you win. Yeah. So, I mean, you can use that towards your next concert when concerts come back eventually. Uh, and you can potentially get a more expensive ticket for a show than you had originally, or yeah. even spread it out over a couple of shows or whatever. Without having to spend any more money than you originally did. Or yeah. it's good for merchandise at uh, any of the events. It's good for, right. uh, you can just go to the Top Hat and have lunch. Yeah, good any, any of that stuff. Any of the, uh, the places that they own there. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely useful for people like me who go to concerts a lot. And like, you know, just spend a lot of money on concerts in the first place. Like, yeah. you know, if the show you really wanted to go to was canceled, there you go. It's one of those. It's one of those win-win. It's one of those. Uh, we help you. You help us. You scratch our back. We scratch exactly, your side. Exactly. Yeah. You're getting. You're getting <laughs> more money, more value than you initially spent on tickets. Right. When you're getting 125 percent of the base uh, base price of tickets, and then they don't have to to come out and just give all the refunds. Right. Just give out gift cards and say, "Hang on to it and use it as you as you see fit." Yes, yeah, so that's a pretty cool idea. I like that. That's 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 pretty. It just. Works for everybody. Yeah, it's a win-win, pretty much all around. I love it. All right, um, which there are still some shows. I mean, on the schedule. Yes, uh, stuff that hasn't been canceled quite yet. I'm sure the stuff is still going to be moved. I know Train, which is at Catalyst Amphitheater. I think it's like the one show that hasn't moved yet, which is like in July. Uh, and I'm sure that's going to not be happening. <laughs> uh, but you never know. You never know. I got right now. Drive-by truckers supposed to play the Wilma. Oh yeah. Also next month. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you go and kind of kind of look at the schedule, I mean, there are some that are as of now, right? Still on, as you said. I mean, who knows? Things are going to be moving around. Who knows next week? Who knows where we are with things? Who knows what uh, artists decide as we kind of make right. our way through the through the weeks? But yeah, luckily a lot of the shows that ha- were scheduled, a lot of them, maybe like half of them, have been like rescheduled or postponed. For, already have dates. Yeah, like already have new dates. A lot of them like the same time next year too. Like I know three. I think it's a uh, three eleven. They're scheduled again for. 2021 in the same kind of vicinity and stuff like that. A lot, uh, a lot of them have been like that. Oh, it's supposed to be uh, August of this year. Okay, right. it's going to be August of next year. Pretty much. Which, you know, it's a bummer that you got to wait an extra year to, to go to the show, but it is what it is. 
Uh, I saw somebody talking about that on our social media. I think it might have been Facebook the other day. I can't remember what show it was, but it was tickets went on sale. Maybe it was Cher over in Spokane, but tickets went on yeah. sale so far in advance, almost a year out, like nine right. months before the show, and then the show was postponed another year, so it's like, ugh. We bought tickets. Now it's two years later <laughs> that we're seeing the show. Right. By the time the show comes around, you're going to forget you have tickets to it. <laughs> That's just the uh, the way of the world when it comes to concerts right now. Yeah. But if you want to check out the ticket exchange program with Logjam, very cool idea. Absolutely. And again, I mean, you make out ahead. You do. You get 125% 125. value, right? That's solid. All right. Check it out. KissFM.com and with your Kiss Mobile. Vacation spot. 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning with 94.9 Kiss FM. Luke Combs with Eric Church there. It's the other Luke. Luke Bryan who could be performing in your living room. Yes, indeed. A virtual concert for you and 10 of your closest friends. Plus a, a private Luke Bryan Q&A too. All right, we'll get you a code word here in moments. Right after we check weather this morning. A high around 57 for Missoula today. Upper 40s tonight. This is, uh, this is like... I love this weather. This is great. I know people want a little warmer, but uh, when, when I can throw some shorts on and just, <laughs> just a, a hoodie that's comfortable, sure. a little crisp out there, I love it. Uh, tomorrow, low 70s, 80 by Thursday, upper 80s by Friday. A weather check for the morning from Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. Joe, Automotive Cutting Edge is open and taking appointments, working on all vehicles and specializing in troubleshooting. Need something fixed? Get them a call or find them at AutomotiveCuttingEdge.com. Bringing Luke to your living room. It's your chance to win a private performance from Luke Bryan for you and 10 friends, courtesy of Universal Music Group Nashville. Man, that's a good way to guarantee that your next birthday present is going to be something sweet. There we go. Imagine, invite your friends to a Luke Bryan performance. I mean, yeah, you'd have the upper hand in that friendship for a long time. <laughs> the rest of your days. The rest of your days, that's pretty tough, much. Tough to top. Yeah, it really is. Luke Bryan virtually performing for you and 10 friends plus a Q&A session. So yes. That's the cool part is after he performs or probably and even between songs. You know, right. I'm sure he'll just be chatting and kind of hanging out. Yeah, just a virtual Q&A. It's going to be a ton of fun. All right. Luke Bryan code words three times a day. Your first one for the morning is black. Black is the code word. B-L-A-C-K. Spell that out at kissfm.com or with your free Kiss FM app on our Win Stuff page. Enter it there and uh, you're in the running. There you go. To win the uh, performance from Luke Bryan. That's all it takes. More code words coming at you. Next one at 1220 with Jess on the job. And then 420 this afternoon with Denny. Yes. And uh, we'll do that throughout the rest of the week, all the way through Sunday. And that's uh, that's your last chance. That'll be it for Luke Bryan code words. Select these code words and, and get them entered. Winstuff page, kissfm.com, or with your Kiss FM mobile app. Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes. The problem solver, beer, 94.9 Kiss <laughs> FM, Smith and Nelson in the morning. Every day right around this time, we do movies with Mike. Yes, we do. Put his movie skills on display, give him three movie titles, and see if he can uh, take a stab and correctly guess what year those movies came out. Now, I'm typically very good at this, but over the last few months, it's been getting harder and harder. I mean, we're running out of, uh, you know, the, the, main, the main theme. What do we, what do we call them? <laughs> the the classics or whatever? Uh, I guess the more commonly recognized sure. movie titles. Maybe. Yeah, I guess that's true. We're digging a little deeper into the uh, to the list of movies that are out there. Yeah, which just makes the challenge all the greater. Yes, and I like it because it lets me use the buzzer more often. <laughs> all right, movies with Mike for the morning here. Number one, The Blob. The Blob. The, uh, the remake of The Blob? Yes. Okay, so this is the one from the 80s. 
Uh, I actually have not seen the 80s version. I've seen the one from the 50s. Okay. The 50s one is a lot of fun. Uh... I believe the 80s version, though, came out in 1988. It's kind of on like a wave of horror movie remakes from like the 50s. There was like The Fly a couple years earlier than that, and then there was The Blob and a couple other ones like that. All right. Yeah, there you go. A little history lesson to go along with the correct answer. <laughs> one for one. Number two, we're going animated. All right. With Ants. Ants. With a Z. Okay. So Ants came out around the same time as Pixar's A Bug's Life. And uh, I believe Ants came after. I think they saw Bug's Life and they were like, we got to do that. <laughs> uh, and Ants had Woody Allen in the lead role. Yeah, man, the the, uh, the list of people that voiced characters in Ants is incredible. Is it? I think Stallone's in there too, right? Sylvester Woody Stallone? Allen, Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Sylvester Stallone, okay. Dan Aykroyd, Danny Glover, Jennifer Lopez, Christopher Walken's wow. in there. Wow, that was an insane cast for a movie that barely anyone remembers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe... A Bug's Life was 98, 98. for sure, but I think, all right, oh, that was yeah, the all right, <laughs> you know what, I yeah. thought that was the answer, no, I, I, I said A Bug's Life was 98, but yeah, uh, I'll take it, 98, uh, were you going to say 98, I was going to say 99, oh, but I'll take it, <laughs> I figured they would have needed like a year to uh, get the movie together, it was something. actually uh, late 98, October 98, okay, cool, so technically, I uh, I gave you that one. Gotcha. I just heard so you. there was two animated bug movies coming out <laughs> within a couple of months of each other. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I was looking ahead at the next movie, and I heard you say 98. I was like, oh, oh, oh yep, yep, that's right. Ding, ding, ding. I'll take it. You're getting off on a technicality here. I today. guess so. Final one is basic. Just just basic? Basic. Not even like basic instinct or something? Nope. Just, okay. Uh <laughs> So I mean I did I did just hit the wrong buzzer, but I didn't I didn't forget to say a word of the movie title. Right. It's, uh, it's basic. You mean basic instinct? Yes, I did. I, I forgot to finish my thought. Uh who's in uh, basic? Uh Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson. John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson. Who's the director? Uh John McTiernan. John McTiernan was the director of Die Hard. Uh, and directed a, a lot of classic movies in the late 80s, early 90s. Did Die Hard, Predator, Hunt for Red October, Die Hard with a Vengeance. And uh, Basic. And, and Basic, of <laughs> course. I think Basic would have been sometime in the early 2000s, because that's around the time you know, John McTiernan wasn't really making great movies anymore. Uh, he went to jail for a while, too, for uh, tax evasion. You know, I just saw that when I was looking yeah. at this movie. It, it said... It said he hadn't done a movie in like 13 years yep. or some crazy thing. Because he was serving time in jail. Yeah. But he's, he's out of jail now, and I think he's ready for a comeback. He's he's raring <laughs> to go. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm going to say Basic came out in 2003. 2003. There you go. All right. Two deserved and one given to you. <laughs> uh, I think you mean a perfect day. A perfect day. Uh, you know, <laughs> two ways of looking at every story, Three for I guess. three. <laughs> two ways of looking at it. All right. Movies with Mike. We'll uh, do it tomorrow and hopefully do it correctly with 94.9 KISS FM. When it's country in Tucson, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. A high only in the upper 50s today. We're going to gradually increase over the next couple days. Low 70s tomorrow, around 80 for Thursday. Upper 80s for Friday. Weather check for the morning from Taylor King Insurance Agency. That's right, Taylor King, Hamilton's local insurance agent. Just kind of looking at a couple things that are making news on our website, kissfm.com, and with your KISS mobile app. Uh, Flag Day is on Sunday. It is. Flag Day is kind of one that just kind of 
it's forgotten about a little bit. I mean, yeah, you got Memorial Day, you got Veterans Day. Those are, you know, they get a lot of the uh, publicity. They get a lot of the ceremonies. Flag Day, it kind of falls in between. And sandwiched in between Memorial Day and Fourth of July coming right, up. Right, that's true, too. But if you're looking for uh, a way to kind of celebrate this weekend at the American Legion Post 27 Open Field, which is just north of the Western Montana State Veterans Cemetery on Tower Street. Yep. They're going to have a, a little ceremony, a little retirement of a tattered, torn, faded American flag that starts at 4 p.m. Okay. So something you could uh, check out on Sunday there. Definitely. We've got that. There's a, uh, apparently Montana has a UFC fighter who's making some noise. I had not heard about this. I, I didn't either until I saw a recap uh, from a, a win that he had over the weekend, which makes him 12-0. and 0 Wow, nice. In his, uh, in his career he's there. He's undefeated. Yeah, so he's kind of kind of making some headlines. I, I've started like, watching a couple of the videos and reading a couple of things. Yeah. After somebody posted this, and I, I I saw he's he's ready to roll. He's he's kind of calling out a few people okay. and uh, saying, "Hey, I should <laughs> I should be making I should be making more money than I am for, All right. for the performance I just put on." So he's he's uh, a little braggadocious. Fair enough. And uh, guess what happens when you hey, go twelve and zero? Yeah, so I was gonna say. I guess when you're undefeated, <laughs> you, if you're walking the walk, I guess yeah. you talk the talk. There right? you go. And then this is kind of cool. If you know anybody, which I mean, you you fall into this category. Yeah, you know, I was somebody uh, who had their wedding canceled because of the the, the COVID pandemic. Yeah, I was supposed to uh, fly out to New York a few weeks ago for my uh, one of my best friend's wedding. I was going to be in the wedding, and uh, of course that didn't happen because <laughs> because of the coronavirus. So uh, they're going to have it like rescheduled for about a year later. But uh, if this existed, I would that when the the date was going to happen, I would have been like, hey. This this is you got to do this. This is pretty cool. Uh, you, you have to you have to be a Montana resident. Yes, and you have to have had your wedding be canceled or or postponed, right? Because of the pandemic. But Mountainside Weddings is giving away like this forty thousand dollar wedding package, totally free. They're teaming up with different different places that provide wedding services, photography, right. and uh, you know hair and makeup and flowers and all that stuff. And they're giving away this big package, and it's it's. It's a deal where it's coming up fast. Yeah. So if your wedding got canceled, you're not going to have a whole lot of time <laughs> to prepare for this, to make new plans. Cause yeah. It, what is the end of July? They're wanting to do uh, July 31st. It's going to be on that date. Uh, and the event will include a hundred guests, uh, table settings, photography, like you said, flowers, tux rentals, basically everything that you could need for a wedding, uh, the food, the cake. It's all, it, it's all included. Even the event staff that, yes. you know, run around cash kinda, bar. Yeah. Um, which I was kind of looking at mountainside weddings, which they're kind of like up Kalispell, right? Whitefish kind of area. Place looks amazing. Yeah, looks, just beautiful place to get married. Absolutely. So I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, somebody in town listening had to had to cancel plans. Yeah, or, or have a friend. This, exactly. This would be this would be something to win. Definitely. If you want to get in, the deadline to enter is June 21st, and they're going to announce the winner on June 30th. So again, the it's a quick turnaround. Next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So very quick turnaround for this. But how cool would that be if you thought, oh, geez, this this sucks. Right. The weddings can we got to wait another year and do it all? Yeah. But no, this could be this could some they could swoop in and just uh, change your plans. And then not only do you not have to wait a year, you also don't have to spend forty thousand dollars <laughs> on a wedding. So there is that. <laughs> <laughs> which makes for a pretty sweet honeymoon. Absolutely. You can spend all your money on that, right? Or a uh, payment on the house or something. Yeah, or anything. Pay off some bills. All right, Mountainside Weddings uh, giving away a $40,000 wedding package. That story and the others we just mentioned, plus so much more, kissfm.com and with your Kiss mobile app. You know that song you love and it's stuck in your head? We'll play that one. Just keep listening. 
Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. As you Smith and Nelson in the morning, 94.9 KISS FM. Coming up in just moments here, your Music City 60 for the morning. Yes, yes, yes. Thursday begins the new summer event, I guess. <laughs> yeah, movie night over at the, the uh-uh, Ogren Park, the stadium, where the Paddleheads play. The Roxy's teaming up with them to do movie nights all summer long every single Thursday. Uh, Paddleheads look like the season isn't going to happen. Right. They've decided, let's find some other ways that we can have some fun at the ballpark yeah. without playing baseball. So it's not just laying there, like, just kind of useless, nobody's using it. This is one of the ways that they came up with for the summer. Right, and this is a great idea. Just movie nights on the uh, on the big screen every week. I mean, this is great. Uh, starting this week with Purple Rain. I've got my tickets already, actually. Uh, and there's different like price tiers. Uh, they went on sale yesterday. There's different price tiers you can do. So there's a $5 price tier, which kind of gets you like in the stands, just kind of sitting in the seats. Or you can get the, uh, the socially distanced squares that are on the field. Uh, one of them is a uh, 10 by 10 that's 20 bucks. Or a 20 by 10, which is $40. And the 10 by 10 is for up to four people. My girlfriend was buying the tickets yesterday. And uh, she, she uh, accidentally bought two socially distanced squares. Oh, thinking it was per ticket. Thinking it was per ticket. Uh, <laughs> when an actual, so now we have two squares for up to eight people, you basically. Have a, you have a 20 by 20 uh, little uh, plot of land there. Apparently, yeah. I We're uh, going to try to figure that out. Uh, but yeah, don't uh, make that mistake because apparently there's no refunds. <laughs> Allowed. All right. So if anybody needs a 10 by 10 square, we know a guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, and they're going to do a different movie every Thursday. And did, yeah. Did they put out the list yet? They have not announced the lineup yet. I'm not sure if they're going to... I think it might be cool to just reveal just the next a, just week. Just weekly? I, like, I think while we're at the Purple Rain screening, it'd be cool if they were announced, like, oh, and by the way, next week we're showing blank. That's cool. Or whatever. I yeah. think that would be cool if they did that, but they might just put it out online. Who knows what they'll do. Right. Um, but right now, all we know is that Purple Rain is the movie for this week. All right. Thursday movies at the park with the Roxy. Purple Rain on Thursday. Tickets? Get them now we've got all the details laid out kissfm.com and with your kiss mobile app news out of nashville your music city 60 with 94.9 kiss fm bringing the where the what and the who from nashville straight to you it's the music city 60 on 94.9 kiss fm brantley gilbert's come out with a new single called hard dates which he co-wrote Brantley took to social media over the weekend to say, I've been so overwhelmed by the love and support you've shown the new single. If we didn't have the hard days, the good ones wouldn't be nearly as sweet. You could hear his latest ballad wherever you download music. In upstate New York, two best friends decided they wanted to bring the world together. And so Benjamin and Marcus, one black man and one white man, put up signs outside one of their homes that said black or white, relax and have a beer. Their invitation went out on social media and got shared, liked, and retweeted so much that country star Brad Paisley saw the message and the friends not only got a Zoom call from Brad, but he sent them enough beer for several block parties. He hung around to chat online with some of the party goers. Brad told Benjamin and Marcus that they inspired him and even sang No Eye in Beer for the group. And finally, some artists are starting to announce the restart of their tours. We know you'll be excited to put these on your calendar. Little Big Towns announced their tour from August 2020 to January 21. Chris Stapleton's tour goes from April to October 2021. And Kenny Chesney's Chillaxification tour is going to be happening during the summer 2021. I'm Tabitha Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. The Now You Know Newsworthy Nugget of the Day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Check them out in their new location in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. All right, I'm just ready for you to 
blow the whistle on Oreo. <laughs> Uncover them for what they really yeah. are. Is, are you giving us the secret of why they're why they're so enjoyable and delicious and we uh, can't get enough and addicting? Uh, maybe, in a sense. Uh, so first of all, are you familiar with Hydrox cookies? Yeah, they're like the, uh, I guess you'd say the imitation Oreo. Well, that's the thing. Hydrox cookies, which everyone assumes is the knockoff of Oreos, it's the other way around. Oreo is the knockoff of Hydrox cookies. Uh, Hydrox debuted in 1908. Oreos debuted in 1912. Four but, years later. But Oreo took it and did it better. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but but everyone assumes that Hydrox is just like, oh, okay, they exist as, as a knockoff Oreo cookie. Gotcha. It's not the case. Oreo is kind of a knockoff Hydrox. They just knocked it off to a better degree than <laughs> yeah. Hydrox ever because did. Because Oreo does taste better than the Hydrox brand. Yeah, I mean, I've never like actually like, tasted them like side by side like as a comparison. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like They're Oreos. There's just something in the wafer. <laughs> Even so, Hydrox got there first. So there's that. Yeah. I guess they get the bragging rights that way. Yeah, exactly. We I mean, were they the first one. I mean, they don't have, you know, the, the cultural appreciation and uh, right. they don't have the celebration of all the money that Oreo's making or, yes. the, or the double stuff or the triple <laughs> stuff or the fudge coated or you right. know, the, the weird the peanut butter versions flavors and all that. Yeah. All that. But they were first. They were first. Hydrox walked so Oreo could run. <laughs> ah, there Need, you go. Need to or not. Now you know.